Xavier, I'd be rich if I had a dollar every time I heard someone say, man, I wish I knew 20 years ago what I know today about money. They need to be teaching about this stuff in school. Like the power of investing early. Compound interest. That alone would impact lives. Understanding and planning for taxes. Understanding the difference between both good debt and bad debt. Eric, what about all the stuff about money that business owners need to know? What kind of insurance should you be buying? The importance of contributing towards your retirement. They don't teach any of this stuff in school. Y'all sit back, get ready, because we are talking stuff about money they didn't teach you in school that you need to know. Welcome back to the Stuff About Money podcast. I am Eric Garcia, certified financial planner, your co-host, joined by the one, the only, Xavier Angel, CFP. What's up, Javi? Javi, just so y'all know, Javi's his Spanish name. You know, he works around a bunch of Spanish people, so um, we call him Javi around here. Javi, what's up? Dude, you got my daughter calling me Javi now. My daughter walks around the house, Javi, Javi, Javi. I'm like, Grace, really? So yes, I've, I've taken on that name from being around a bunch of uh, Hispanics over the past three and a half years. It's beautiful, isn't it? It, it is. It is. Especially the, the, the Cuban culture. I've learned so much about the Cuban culture. All right. Give me, um, give me one thing, man. What's one thing that you've learned to appreciate about my people? The Cuban sandwich. I'm very particular in, in the Cuban sandwich now. Yes. Oh, man. Delicious. Delicious. So found a great restaurant uh, downtown. Um, went to okay. it. So, All right. Good all stuff. Right. Oh, yeah. You did send me some. We're not here to talk about how yeah, wonderful yeah. Cubans are, right? That's not what we're here for. <laughs> Um, we are here to talk about, oh man, I, I kind of fought, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest guys, I fought this a little bit to talk about this topic. Um, hopefully we could talk about it from a different light, but resolutions, I don't like, personally, this is me, I don't like resolutions. I don't make resolutions anymore. I used to make a lot of resolutions. I don't do it anymore, but it's 2024. It's a new year. You can't get away from the internet without seeing 2024 resolutions. 2024 resolutions, right? Xavier, what do you think? Well, I think think Eric is against resolutions. Where most people are are setting their resolutions to go to the gym, Eric canceled his gym membership. I did. I'm swimming swimming upstream. Yeah, he's going upstream. But in your defense, though, you know, we had this conversation uh, a couple times. You know, we always get into... um, saying what our New Year's resolutions are going to be. And and we've got these great ideas in December after Christmas. And then we come in and we say, this is our New Year's resolution. I'm going to get a gym membership. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to work out three times a week and I'm going to lose weight. The average individual only keeps that New Year's resolution for about a week and a half to two weeks. And then after that, they're back doing what it was. You know, they you know what percentage do. you know what percentage of people keep their resolutions through the, through the entire year? I, I know it's a low number. Do you know how low? Come, come on, give it to me. I, I'd probably okay. say about 13, 14%. 1%. This is a Forbes study. 1%. This is why I'm against New Year's resolutions. Now, let me let me, let me me say this. Let me say this. And we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Let me just kind of give you the context of how we're going to do this show. We're going to talk about one piece of advice that Xavier and I would give to others about money. And then we're going to share one piece of advice that we're giving ourselves personally. And then we're going to wrap it up with how we keep ourselves and others accountable um, to that. But Here's what's um here's what's interesting. I'm not against the idea of resolutions. 
all resolutions are coming from a position of people recognizing that there's areas in their life that they value, that they, that they deem important, that they recognize they need to change or improve upon, right? In fact, you know the three areas uh, for 2024 that most people are, and this is, this is the case for every year. This is not 2024, but you know what the three areas that people are, are making resolutions in mostly? Give, give it to us. What are they? Physical health, mental health, finances. And if we look at physical health, every year people talk about how they're going to lose weight and go to the gym. Yeah. My problem with that is why come out and put a New Year's resolution on it? You should be doing that every single day. If it's and a value of yours, if it's a value if, of yours, it should drive your lifestyle 100%. Yeah. And, and one of the things that we did was, you know, and, and you asked me a couple of days ago, how do I keep myself accountable for whatever? Let's, let's hold, let's hold, let's, we're going to get to that. Okay. We're gonna get right. to I was, was going to talk about a working out. Oh, you, gotta, you, you, talk about, you can talk about a workout. Don't, have, we're tra- don't talk about how we're tracking it, but. Uh, Xavier and too, I have uh, too bad I can't show them uh, the 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 pad or the big piece of paper. What is that like three by three foot piece of paper on the wall that's tracking that's our, our weight? I thought you were I thought you you're a physics major, dude. You're better at like shapes, right? That's not a square. It's a rectangle. It's not three by three. All right, two and a half by three. Oh, not even, not even. <laughs> Xavier and I have uh, uh, we have been enjoying food. Let's just put it that way. We've been enjoying food a little bit too much. So we entered into a little bit of a, of a challenge last year. But all right, let, let, let's jump into this. I'm not gonna, we're not gonna give you this exhaustive list of we're gonna keep this to finances, okay? Since obviously that's our that's our wheelhouse. We're not gonna give you an exhaustive list of what you need to do in 2024 to clean up your finances. Uh, Xavier and I were having a conversation about what is if there's one piece of advice that you would that you're giving to other people. Right now, if they were to ask, what would it be? And that, that's kind of how we're going to do the first part of this segment. And then uh, we're just talking about personal things. Like, what are we doing specifically? It's one thing in our life that we want to change from a financial standpoint. And so we're going to be a little bit vulnerable with you and share those. And then again, we're going to wrap up with how we, how we are keeping ourselves accountable to those objectives that we've set for ourselves. So I'm going to start off and just ask uh, Xavier, Xavier. What is one piece of financial advice right now that you're giving to other people that's not just important here at the beginning of the year, but that's important to to integrate into your life? And and I think that's great, integrating this into your life, um, because this is something that we have to do on a regular basis. And and so that that piece of advice that I have for for our listeners is budgeting and savings, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You just said two, man. It's going to be one. No, no. It's tied up into one, because in order for me to meet... Let, no, no, no. Let me let me explain. If if I know that I'm coming up and I need to save more, and that that piece of advice is for individuals to begin to save more. Well, in order to save, I have to budget because I've got to know what I have so that I can save it. So it sounds like two, but it's really one. Okay. So sit down and look at what your budget is, and then from that budget, my reckon what I want you guys to do is to come back and put together a saving strategy and begin saving more. So what comes first, budgeting or saving? Budgeting. Budgeting comes first. So you would say the most important thing that people can integrate is budgeting. Correct. Okay. Right. Look at what your finances are. Look at what, what goes in, what comes in, what goes out, and put together a strategy and start saving more. Let's get real tactical here, okay? 
let's get real tactical to say everyone's we talk to people all the time and everyone knows that they need to have a, a budget and a lot of people carry a lot of shame and guilt like oh i know i should have a budget but i don't have one so tactically all right you tell me to do a budget man i hate budget well, i push back on budgets where do i even give me give me like the first next step my my first step that i did was was sit down and look at what are my expenses you know i'm, I'm looking at what am i spending on to at&t what do i spend with at&t okay so you're looking you're, you're you're looking historically what have you been spending correct okay and through that I've realized that after looking at that, I'm paying for an iPad that nobody has used. I think it's $15 a month, 10 or $15 a month. Yeah. And I'm spending on an iPad that no one has used in two years. Mm. So I'm uncovering things that are that I'm paying for that we're not using. Mm -hmm. You know, then I go through and start looking at the direct TV bill, right? And all the subscriptions that we're now forced to pay. Yeah. So go back and look at what your expenses are. That's the start of, of finding money. Yeah. So you, you kind of stole my one piece of advice. This is, you know, I thought you were going somewhere else, but you stole my one piece of advice on budgeting. So let me, one thing I would give to others is I'm not even going to say budget. I'm going to say people need to become spending aware. They need to become aware how they're spending their money. So let, let's let's keep talking about this a little bit. And then I want to hop mm -hmm. to your savings point because that's important too. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is people need to be aware of how money is leaving their bank account. What are they spending yes. it on? How, you know, what are their trends in spending? Is that what I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, absolutely. That That is it. You know, how are you spending? What are the trends in your spending? Because we can't we can't move to the next step until we understand what those trends are. Yeah, you can't, uh, it's super important to understand your habits, to see them face, and this is, this is I'm gonna tell you, this is a, um, this is a painful exercise for a lot of people to sit down. So the, here's the tactics, here's the tactics, y'all. This is to do what Xavier and I are talking about. Basically what you wanna do is my recommendation would be take a look at your last three months worth of, of spending, your credit card, your bank account, and just, just make a mental note. It helps if you can export it, put in a spreadsheet, throw some categories on where your different expenditures are. But just before you even make a decision on what you should spend money on, just become fully aware of what you've been spending your money on. That exercise alone will drive and motivate a lot of your decisions on how you should be spending or how you know where you want to be spending more. All right, absolutely. Okay. So spending aware, we both agree that spending aware, since we're going to talk about two different things here, you know, mine and yours, our first kind of mm -hmm. kind of uh, intersected, but you threw out two, so you kind of cheated. That's all right. It's okay. They go, the they, go hand, they go hand in hand like a glove. Is save. All right. So we talked about spending aware, budget, and then save. Talk to me about saving. What are you thinking there, man? Sounds obvious, right? It, it does save sound more, obvious. Right? In fact, spending and saving, those are actually within the financial resolutions that people make. It always has to do with spend less, save more, right? And a lot of our listeners and clients have heard us talk, say this word, purpose. And so when I'm talking savings, you, you got to have a purpose for, for what you're saving for. Where are you putting your money? What are you saving it for? 
And I think if you have those two in line and you understand those two, it makes savings, saving money easier. So create that, have that purpose for what you're going to be saving for. You know, all too often I hear, well, I can't do this because, you know, I, I can't put money into my 401k. And I can't do that because I've got all this other stuff that I'm worried about. I just purchased a car. I'm, I'm trying to buy a house. I've got to go out there and purchase a new stove. Yes, a stove. I had a client come to me and tell me that they could not put money into their 401k because they have to go out and buy a stove. Now, the stove is twelve, thirteen thousand dollars dollars Whoa. Yes. And so my response to him was, how often do you cook? Because I didn't know you. I didn't know you cook. You spend thirteen thousand dollars dollars, thirteen thousand on a stove, and you have two hundred dollars of Uber Eats fees every month. Explain that one. Yeah. So, but it looks nice. So, you have to have that purpose, and once you gather that purpose on on what you're trying to accomplish, it allows, it makes it easier to begin saving money. Yeah, yeah. But when you when you when you identify something to save for. It becomes a motivation. I want to save for travel. I want to save for my retirement. I want to save because I want to change jobs because I hate where I'm at and I want to go somewhere where I'm appreciated or it's more life-giving for me or I want to retire early, whatever it might be. When you have that purpose, when you when you identified that thing that's important, it's easy to, to save towards. Mm-hmm. Correct. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. And so, Eric, since you're actually telling us, you just talked about a bunch of purposes for savings. Yeah. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. So let's move on to personal, because this oh. kind of sound this kind of sounds like what your personal goal for 2024 is. Me. Yes, you. Yeah, so, me. so tell us, what is your personal goal for 2024? Yeah, one of my personal financial goals for 2024 is to spend more on experiences with my family, and I'm not talking about like you know, these crazy mountaintop experiences, like we're going to go hike Everest or nothing crazy like that. You know, my wife's a teacher and she has days off from school, holidays off from school. So what I'm trying to be do is be more intentional on taking time off when she's off. Because what I find is when she's off and the kids are off, she'll tend to do impromptu things with the kids. And I'm always working. I'm busy. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not intentional about taking the time off. So I want to make sure that I'm purposeful and intentional to design my calendar, my work time around hers. Since you know she's kind of dictated to when she can and can't work as a, as a teacher, and I have a little bit more flexibility in my work calendar. I want to be intentional on making sure that I'm off when she's off. Obviously, I can't take three months off during the summer, but I think you get the idea. Whether it's Hey, we're going ice skating in Baton Rouge today. Are you working? Can you come? I want to be in the position to say, yeah, I'm coming. 
right? Or, hey, we're going now, to the Now, that zoo. ice skating obviously isn't on the river or a lake. That's an indoor. Indoor. And I didn't ice skate because last time I skated on wheels, like I fell backwards. And I'm pretty sure that's one of the things that did my shoulder in. So I don't, I don't have, I'm 6'3", y'all, and I have terrible balance. So I stay on, stay on the ground with, with shoes on, not skates. Uh, but still, driving up and being around and sharing that experience and creating memories, there's a cost to that, whether I'm not working or there's a, there's a dollar you know, monetary cost to it. And I just want to be in a position to create those experiences, those memories with, uh, with my family more intentionally. You're going to have me have, uh, once Maureen listens to this, I'm going to have to add that to uh, one of my goals too, because that's one thing that she's been telling me. Do we, do we, need, do we need to cut this out? Should we go back and, and, and edit this out? <laughs> Just so, so I, can change, I can change my personal goal for you, Xavier. Well, I, I think this is going to, her listening to this and, and Jen listening to this is going to hold both of us accountable now mm. because Maureen's going to want that as well. Does Maureen so, listen to you? She doesn't listen. She, she hears you enough. Occasionally, she will listen to me at work. I'll make, sure she, I'll make sure she listens to this one. So Maureen's, Maureen's working from home right now. Um, she had plantar fasciitis surgery two and a half, three weeks ago. So she's working from home. So I'm in the home office working, and I can hear her listening to something in the background. And so I get up and I go in there. I'm like, Maureen, what are you listening to? You're watching a, a program? She's like, no, I, I'm listening to a podcast while I work. It helps me. The music kind of distracts me. So this podcast is is just helping me to concentrate on what I'm doing. She listens to your voice. Is that was it your podcast? Was it you talking? No, it, is it your voice does your voice soothe soothe? Not this time. It was one of these <laughs> mysteries, like murder mysteries. Murder mystery that she's listening to. So oh man, I don't know if that's good or bad for me. So All right. I. But what's your one thing, man? What's what's the one? The one piece of advice, financial advice that you're giving yourself uh, this year. That goal that I have for myself is saving more. Okay. Purposely saving more this year. So coming up with a goal and being intentional about where I'm putting money and how I'm saving money. So the advice you're giving others is the same advice you're giving yourself. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So what's your process for saving more? Is there like a, a shortcut or a hack that gets you there? Like once you once you you identified what you want to save for, what's like what's something really tactical that you can do or people can do or th that you're doing? So we're talking about you to do that. Make sure that you're doing it. It goes back to the advice that I gave for this year. Mm -hmm. I sat down and I've gone through all of my expenses. I've looked at my habits. Okay. You know, Maureen is sitting down and, and looking at where her spending comes from and what her habits are. And once we do that, now we can we can sit together and we're looking at that. And now we're putting together that budget. And so I now the I now know the disposable cash that I have, and I can go out there and decide. Here's the purpose. Yeah, my daughter's going to a Catholic high school next year, so I know I have additional expenses. Mm -hmm. I would rather be able to save and cut a check for that tuition rather than taking the loan out and paying whatever the interest is over the yeah. course of that 10, 11, 12 months. Yeah. So I have purpose. And because of that purpose, I'm going to be intentional about where I put money. That's good. All right. So we've talked about the one piece of advice that we'd give to others for this year. We've talked about the piece of advice that we're kind of giving ourselves and following ourselves. 
let's talk about how we keep ourselves accountable to this. What are you doing to make sure that you stick to this uh, advice that you're you're giving yourself? I think the obvious one is now everybody out here listening to this podcast <laughs> is going to hold us accountable to it. Sim- everybody, similar- Xavier, Xavier's email address is Xavier at <laughs> plan-wisely.com. Shoot him an email every week. Make sure he's uh, saving for high school tuition for his daughter. There we go. Hey, it, it kind of goes back to our conversation we had this summer about the car, right? You, you, oh, yeah. you, put, you put something out there and now you have to hold yourself accountable because you have everyone listening to you and everyone is asking you, how's that goal coming? He's referring yeah. to, yeah, he's referring to, uh, we, we recorded a series of podcasts where he would, Xavier was driving his, his old hoopty beat up 2008 Honda Accord and, and he wouldn't buy a new car because he had a real specific goal he was working towards. Yeah. Y'all can go back and, and listen to those. And it's very interesting how it came up, but by saying that on the podcast, I now became accountable mm. for what I was doing. So is this your accountability? The fact that you're sharing it here publicly on the podcast, is that the only bit of accountability? It's not the only bit of of accountability. I have it written down. I know what I want to do. I'm writing it down. And if I write it down, I can now see it on a regular basis rather than just saying I'm going to do something. So, you know, you, you want to write it and you want to have it out so that you know where it is and you're looking at it. Yeah. And then get that accountability partner, right? My wife, my daughter. Eric, these are all my accountability partners now because Eric and I have these conversations regarding our goals on a regular basis. And Grace and Maureen understand that, hey, look, if we're doing these things, then we have the opportunity to do or have experiences together. So that's my accountability. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And Eric, what what about you? Tell us yours. Yeah, a, a couple things. The first thing, again, The goal is making sure that my calendar aligns with my wife's calendar. I keep a digital calendar, but I'm a very visual person, and it's too easy to ignore my digital calendar. I was talking to a a financial planner buddy of mine, Brian Hartman, and every year he's been buying this calendar. It's called the Big Ass Calendar. It is a physical calendar. It is huge. You put it on your wall. It's a, let me see if I'm better with dimensions. It's about, I'm looking at it right now. It's about two by three. Okay, it's a rectangle, not a square. And essentially, every month is listed out horizontally, and it's day by day. January 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, let out, uh, written out horizontally. And it comes with these little post-it notes. I'm holding it up. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. These small post-it notes that fit into a daily square, and they're different colors. And orange is my color for when Jen's off of work. So on this calendar, I have for the days that I know that she is off of work that are scheduled, I have an orange post-it note in there so I can visually see when she's off. So what that does is it makes me plan towards those days. If I know that she's off, I'm going to keep a a light work day in case she's doing something. Sometimes I'll work from home just to be around, just to be present, but I won't schedule. I'll block it on my digital calendar so no one can schedule me. So that physical reminder forces me to put it on my digital calendar so no one can schedule me. But that's number one thing that I'm doing. In that calendar, you're consistently looking at it because it's mm-hmm. behind the camera right now, correct? Yeah, that's right. So when, you're on, the, when yeah. you're on the phone, when you're working, you have that visually up I on do. the wall. I do. When I'm scheduling clients, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm 
double check it. I'm making sure. I also have a, a red post-it note. This is kind of part of that is I want to make sure that I'm intentional in spending time one-on-one with my wife or with our friends, right? So I can see I have a red tab just to remind me. And then I have a green tab that are my conferences. When am I going to be out of town? Um, again, it's a physical, visual reminder for me to keep me accountable to that. So you bought this big ass calendar for yourself, right. correct? That's right. And I get this little bitty calendar. <laughs> you like, man, a bunch of little calendar. Every every month has one little financial topic right. that we can focus on. Don't, I mean, you, you go so, buy your own calendar, hey, man. Look, so I'm the one that's visually that has vision problems, and you got me the small calendar to put on my wall on the other side of the the, the office, and you got yourself the big ass. Okay, if you can't if you're not watching. Let's, I've got air quotes. So big ass calendar. It's big. It's big. It is. It is it's big. Okay. Well, let's let's sit here for a second. Let's sit here for a second. I got Xavier a Christmas gift. It's a calendar, <laughs> and it's this beautiful calendar. There's a, a an influencer in the financial space, and he does these little doodles, these little drawings, and each drawing it's it's like a it's like a a, a financial topic. And I thought, how great would this be if we could have themes that Xavier and I could talk about these themes in this calendar? So I gave him one of these calendars. Let's talk about what Xavier got me for uh, a gift for Christmas. Oh, oh, wait a minute. What? Nothing. Friendship. Oh, Lord. Friendship. Brotherhood. Oh, Lord. Camaraderie. Friendship. Brotherhood. I am. I'm I am moved. <laughs> I'm about to tear up, Javi. I'm tearing up. All right, guys, look. I don't know if you made resolutions, and if you did, I'm not poo-pooing your resolutions. I, I, you know, I, I do think that there's something valuable about being reflective about things in our life that we want to improve. I think health, finances tend to be very valuable things, things that we find value in as people, and I do think that we should be looking to make improvements in those areas. My contention with resolutions is they, they rarely work. On the financial side, Y'all know Xavier and I are certified financial planners, okay? Part of what we do and what we incorporate into our work with our clients is we because we recognize the importance of changing behaviors. And all a resolution is, it's, it's a behavior change, right? We recognize the importance in engaging uh, people, particularly our clients, in behavior change as it deals with their finances, right? So if you are someone who's like, man, I've got these these things I want to change in my finances, that's part of what we do. That's part of the work that Xavier and I incorporate into how we interact with our clients. It's not just about, let's save more for retirement. Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's invest more. That's a part of what we do. It's an important part of what we do. But I would say almost a more meaningful part of what we do with our clients, the stuff, that, the feedback that we hear from our clients, the things that give us both life in what we do is seeing our clients identify something that they want to change with their finances and coming alongside of them, putting together a strategy and executing on that strategy, whatever it might be. So if that defines you, you're someone who wants help with any of the things that we've talked about today, cash flow management, save more, being intentional about spending on experiences, that's part of the work we do. And we would love to have a conversation with you uh, if that's something that, that, that moves you. So in parting, and the party. two thing and party. The two things that I would say is for 2024. Remember two words, and and I know Eric speaks about these often: purpose, purpose, and intentionality. Love it. Love you, brother.
purpose. Javi, you are honorary Cuban, brother. Peace. I love it. Information presented and discussed on the Stuff About Money podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute direct financial advice. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advisor prior to implementing any strategies discussed. Eric Garcia and Xavier Angel's branch office is located in New Orleans, Louisiana. The branch phone number is 504-218-5479. Securities offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through New Century Financial Group, LLC. A registered investment advisor. Osaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Osaic Wealth. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is. To, to fix a problem, the first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.